Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to The Point for Friday, January the 29th. I'm Chris Eliza, co-author of The Point, and I'm here to cut through the political spin and bring you the news that you need to know. That news is that we expected 2020 to be a huge turnout election. Every indication was that people were more engaged than ever before and that they would turn out in droves. And turnout in droves, they did. According to a Pew Research Center analysis released on Friday, 66.2% of eligible voters in this country voted in the 2020 election. So roughly two in every three eligible voters cast a ballot. And that appears to be the highest presidential turnout on record. It beats the 1908 election, which was our previous high water mark, that was 65.7% of eligible voters. And it blows recent elections out of the water. 2016, the race between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, which was not exactly a small profile election, only turned out 60.1% of eligible voters. And the recent high water mark of elections was 2008, Barack Obama's candidacy, when 61.6% of eligible voters turned out. So 66.2, which is where we were at in 2020, is a massive increase, which raises the question of why? Well, a couple things. One, Donald Trump's presidency was, as you may have noticed, relatively divisive. And the engagement throughout his presidency among both his supporters and his detractors was through the roof in terms of polling. The stakes were clear. The stakes were high. And that, I think, drove lots and lots of people to understand that participating and doing their civic duty was more important in the 2020 election than ever. The other major factor that mattered was the number of states that changed their election laws to allow more absentee or mail-in balloting. They did this because of concerns about the spread of the coronavirus and not wanting to have people wait in long lines or be inside for an extended period of time as they cast a ballot. And that, without question, had an impact. I want to read something from the analysis Pew wrote about its turnout numbers. Quote, Turnout rates increased in every state compared with 2016, but of the 10 states where it rose the most, seven conducted November's vote entirely or mostly by mail. Six of those states had recently adopted all-mail voting, either permanently, Utah and Hawaii, or for the 2020 elections only, California, New Jersey, Vermont, and most of Montana. I want to just throw one more fact at you. The five states in which the most percent, the highest percent of eligible voters turned out were these. Minnesota led the way 79.4% of its eligible voters turned out, followed by Colorado, Maine, Wisconsin, and Washington State. All five of those had at least three quarters of their eligible voters turn out. What else do they have in common? Joe Biden won all of them. Now let's go to the five lowest turnout states, Tennessee, Hawaii, West Virginia, Arkansas, and lowest of the low, Oklahoma at 54.8% of its eligible voters turning out. What do those states have in common? Well, four of five, everyone but Hawaii, was won by Donald Trump. 
So this election in one way was predictable. It was massively high turnout, but don't assume that what happened in 2020 is indicative of another high or record turnout in 2024. The reality is we looked at a perfect storm here of turnout. Donald Trump on the ballot at a time of a massive global pandemic and a move by states to make mail-in balloting the default way that so many voters around this country voted. My guess is in 2024, we will return back to maybe six in 10 voters eligible to vote, casting their vote in the 2024 election. And that's the point for January 29th, 2021. Thanks for listening. For more updates throughout the week, subscribe to The Point newsletter at cnn.com slash The Point. If you like this here audio briefing, you can get it every single weekday on Google Home or Amazon Echo. Or you can subscribe on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts or your own favorite podcast app so that you never miss an episode. Music.